You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. All right, third segment. And we're going to do this a little different. We're gonna give you. We're gonna give you a little sip from the water fountain later on with the Super Bowl. You know we got to save the meat on the bone for next week. But I want to do a little playoff redux. Now that all the teams have played and only two are left standing, let's just turn our eye towards the off season. So what I'm gonna ask you, Boomer, we're gonna run down the list. It's a priority list. I need you to tell me from a player personnel point of view oh wow the number one priority <laughs> okay for each of these teams all right to ensure they get back here next year so let's just get it out of the way and they're in no particular order you know the order as i remembered who was in the playoffs all right and in so. me typing start with the lions number one priority for the offseason i want another pass rusher i want another defensive back and i want a new contract for jared goff yeah, agree. And I, I'll, I'll tell you the pass rusher thing. Yes. Names always pop up. I wouldn't care if it's an interior disruptor to put next to a Lee McNeil mm-hmm. or an exterior guy. A name people should keep an eye on. Brad Holmes is always aggressive. Jared Verse, edge rusher, Florida State. Okay. That's just a that's just a dream of mine. <laughs> uh, what about the Rams? Uh, I would like to see the Rams. Uh, Really work on defense. Um, I think their defensive line is going to have to come to grips with Aaron Donald not being Aaron Donald. Maybe Aaron Donald's not even there. I mean, that's that's got to be the first question that is asked and answered. Is Aaron Donald coming back? And once that question is answered, then you can determine defensive line, secondary, linebacker. That's what I'm thinking. The offense, uh, they can add some offensive linemen to this. But this offense is still going to be one of the top offenses in the league. Let's go to the Bucks. Well, they got to figure out what they're doing with their offensive coordinator situation. They also have to figure out whether or not Baker Mayfield is the answer for the immediate future. I think for a three-year deal, I think that's that's safe and sound, and I think that's the biggest question that they have right now. Yeah, and I think the offensive line. Invest in it. You know, I understand they handed Rashad White the ball 300 times. It wasn't pretty. Get an offensive line there. Let your quarterback turn around and hand it off. You know, it, it, it's it's not hard to see that team get a lot better quick. I think the other thing, I think Devin White's gone. Agree? Yes, I do. Okay. Eagles. Okay, so new defense coordinator Vic Fangio will fix a lot of the problems that they had just with his scheme and his system, and he'll also be uh, a hell of a lot more demanding. Did you see why he wanted to leave Miami? Well, the report was he just wanted to be – closer to family but then it came out the players hated his guts well because he was trying to get the players to stay out of south beach 
And that is a huge problem down there in Miami. Always has been, always will be. And depending on how the head coach handles that kind of stuff away from the field, uh, that's, a, that's a whole Miami issue. But I think Fangio coming to rescue the Eagles is a very smart move by Nick Sirianni and, uh, of course, Howie Roseman. I, I will say this, and I know it sounds crazy. They've got to retool the offensive line. You know, Lane Johnson's always hurt. Kelsey, that retirement status. That, that O-line was not nearly as good as their reputation this year. Uh, Cowboys. It's, this is an interesting one. They are they're a really <laughs> good team. They have a very good roster. Um, and they're going to be good again next year. And they'll put up big numbers again next year. I, I think um, the biggest question for me is who's going to be their defensive coordinator and can they add more defense uh, to a team that was exposed by Green Bay? And, of course – Here's a here's a fun one, too. Ready? Yep. Tony Pollard. I'm not paying him. Bye. Yeah, they're I have not going to pay rule. him, yeah. We do not pay running backs. I think the Cowboys need to get in that draft in the second, third round and draft their next guy. I would not pay Pollard. Niners. Well, they're here now, so let's see right, how it goes course. in the Super Bowl. But uh, to me, I think Chase Young has been a disaster. It hasn't turned out as good as we all thought it was going to be. We just we saw the name on the back of the jersey. We see the flowing hair, and we see this tremendous athlete that's not playing with any passion. So, Did you see his effort or lack thereof on the Jameer Gibbs touchdown run? Yeah, we all have. We all see that. What was that? And by the way, there's a bunch of guys that were loafing on that play if you look at it. So I, that takes me back to – Steve Wilkes, the defensive coordinator, I know he challenged them at halftime against the Lions that were going to have to play more man coverage, and they did that, and they played well in the second half. But, you know, Steve Wilkes uh, needs to be more like Steve Spagnolo. You know, you got to get after your guys. you got to hold them accountable, and you got to give them more opportunities to blitz and take some of that pressure off of that defensive line, which has not played well in the last three to four games. Packers. Boy, I love this team. This team has got a great young uh, roster is the youngest roster in the NFL. Uh, Jordan Love's got to get a new contract. That's priority yep. number one. Uh, I would think after that, you got to add to the offensive line, and I think you still have to add to the secondary. Remember, they traded Rasul Douglas in the middle of the season to the Buffalo Bills, and you know they have some issues with, in their secondary and their personalities, Jair Alexander being one of them. So I would think that they are going to work heavily on their secondary. Texans. Texans, defense, defense, defense. Offense is fine. Their wide receivers are fine. They're going to add a couple, I'm sure, linemen in this draft, uh, maybe a running back in this draft. Uh, But I think that they want to now build up this defense for D'Amico Ryans. Take some of the pressure off of C.J. Stroud. But this is one of this up-and-coming franchises. Much like the Lions, much like the Packers, uh, the future is very bright for them. Yeah, and they've already got a couple nice building blocks on defense, too. I mean, Christian Harris, Will Anderson – Stingley, if he can stay healthy. But, yeah, the pieces are there. They could be a real problem next year. Ravens. I think that they, first of all, they got to figure out their new defense coordinator. Then they're going to have to get a couple guys on defense, I think, on the second level at the linebacker. Uh, Roquan Smith is there. He's the leader. I think Patrick Queen is a little bit overrated. Uh, Talks a lot on the field. Um, They may move on from him. Uh, I also think that they probably need to add an offensive lineman or two. Uh, their offense is not going to change. They, they, Lamar's there. He's going to be there for the next four to five years, and we're going to see the same thing out of that offense that we saw this year. Yeah. I, it's funny in my notes it had quarterback who can actually play quarterback. Process. Oh, well, you paid him. You're stuck with him. Chiefs. 
Well, they tried to fix their offensive line last year, and oddly enough, their offensive line has played really, really well here in the playoffs. I mean, they've done mm-hmm. a pretty good job protecting Patrick Mahomes, so uh, I think they probably would like to add another young tackle. I think they would also like to add a couple young wide receivers, much like Rasheed Rice. And don't be surprised, you know, Isaiah Pacheco has taken such a beating. And we all know that you have to have multiple running backs, so I would think multiple running backs and a wide receiver are in the offing here for the Chiefs in the draft. Any interest is a landing spot for Mike Evans. Maybe too much money. Okay. You know, it's I, well, all about I, I, money. And I've always viewed it, the salary cap is fake. They just print money. I mean, some of these teams, like, the, how are the Saints allowed to play football? They're yeah. a billion dollars <laughs> over the salary cap. That's a very um, good point. I will say, though, Rasheed Rice has turned out to be their speed guy now. So yes. they have their speed guy, but I think Andy is going to want to add even more speed. And don't be surprised if they take a mid-level tight end. This, this tight end's coming out in this draft. Uh, that would be great to have behind Travis Kelsey, assuming, assuming that he doesn't retire. Uh, Browns. Figure out what to do with Deshaun Watson and how to play him. Um, their defense was the best defense in football. Miles Garrett, one of the better players in football. Their defense is fine. Uh, I still think you need to add offensive linemen. They had a couple guys get hurt significantly this year. But really, it comes all back to Deshaun Watson and what kind of player can he be this year. Yeah, what can you unlock? I mean, it's not a good sign when Joe Flacco shows up. And I know he threw a zillion picks. Guy was throwing for 350 a week. Um, Bills. Bills need wide receivers. I, I, I just don't see Steph Diggs being there. I know that they're saying that he's still important to them. Uh, they also mm-hmm. have to add linebackers. Matt Milano should come back. But they need younger linebackers, faster linebackers. Um, I think the team is still going to be very competitive. Uh, the quarterback's great. He's going to be great for the next four to five years. But I think it's it's just going to have to be wide receiver. And I would also say linebacker. All right, Dolphins, stay out of South Beach. And yes, you get a, get a new defensive coordinator that is an attacking style defensive coordinator, somebody that can relate better to the players, obviously. Um, offense is, is fine. They, they are loaded on offense. I don't see any reason to change anything there. Maybe add an offensive lineman or two for depth, but uh, they still will be very good next year because they have the roster to be so. Finally, the Steelers. Man, a quarterback, offensive coordinator. Uh, it's just, hmm. It's just, and then your owner comes out saying, "I'm tired of this." Uh oh, they're, they're kind of stuck. They're stuck because they they don't know what quarterback is the guy. Is it going to be Kenny Pickett? It's certainly not Mason Rudolph. I no, mean, I think he's a, a nice like backup. He's a nice backup, but he's not your starter. And look at the division that you're in. Brutal. So you got you got to find out whether or not the guy that you have on your roster it can go toe to toe with Lamar and Joe Burrow and Deshaun Watson. Because right now it doesn't look like they have that guy. All right, let's hit the final word. Talk a little Super Bowl. Kickoff with Boomer and Valenti, presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos, brought to you by those who drink it. And Lowe's, Lowe's knows home improvement. The final word. So, Boomer, I wanted to keep it simple. Just a couple of minutes on it. We got about three minutes. It was very easy. The minute the matchup came out, you go, okay, it's Niners, it's Chiefs. What was your initial feeling on the game? My initial feeling was that Patrick Mahomes is playing great, and uh, he's been unflappable, even though they didn't score in the second half of Baltimore. No turnovers. I think he was sacked once or twice maybe. Uh, He is healthy, 
and he's playing great football, even though the numbers aren't staggering. You know, he's not throwing for 350 yards and five touchdowns. All he's doing is basically leading his team to victory. Dare I say, managing the game. Uh, but he's more so much more than that to that team, and and he brings so much confidence. So I was a little bit shocked that they were underdogs when I saw the first number come out. And I'm saying, my God, now they can continue to play into this. Nobody respects us, kind mm-hmm. of BS. When we all respect them, but I do, I kind of feel I'm leaning towards the Chiefs uh, at the moment. But they do have some injuries that they're going to have to deal with, and I want to see what they look like come the end of the week. Yeah, I think it's. Boomer, it's really roster versus quarterback. It's a testament to Mahomes. I mean, I, you know, I, I hate doing the whole goat argument and all that. And if you juxtapose Brady's first, you know, seven years and Mahomes, I mean, the guy's damn near got ten thousand more yards than Brady. Fine, it's a different era of football. They're different quarterbacks. He's a he's he's been to an extra Super Bowl. He's he could match him in Super Bowls. Uh, Mahomes to me is just dollar for dollar, play to play. Best quarterback I've ever seen. I know that's sacrilege. I'm not trying to be insulting. Brady's phenomenal. But what Mahomes is doing is just you gotta remember he's still a young man and he's put up he's put up a career that ten quarterbacks don't put up. It's it's really the greatness of him versus the greatness of a roster. Like that's I think that's why the line is mm-hmm. what it is. So I'm uh- I'm I'm fascinated by that matchup. I also like the dichotomy of the fifty million dollar quarterback versus the eight hundred and seventy five thousand dollar quarterback. Exactly, uh, Mister Irrelevant. You know, with the first versus the first round pick, I was the other quarterback in Super Bowl twenty three going against Joe Montana, and for me, I'm going to get to in, interview uh, Brock Purdy for Super Bowl today. So I can't wait to sit down with him and meet him face to face and see what he's all about. I, I got to tell you, he's been unflappable these last two games. His second half against Detroit was the best football he's played since he's taken over. And that's saying a lot because he's had a lot of great games. But that second half, when he took off and he ran with that football, I was like, I didn't realize he was that fast because he doesn't run a lot. Yeah. Now, look, it's it's going to be a ton of fun. We'll break it all down. We'll have every angle covered. Uh, Boomer's going to be wearing his outfit from the commercial. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> Super Bowl edition of the show next week. Stay locked in. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valencia. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti.